Life can be hard, and sometimes you just need an internet bestie to help you out. That's where I come in. Welcome to the Dear Imani Podcast, an advice-based show that reminds you to put yourself first and live in your purpose. And don't worry, I'll always give you the real tea. Need advice or have a story? Send me a message on our Instagram at Podcast or DearImani.com. Tune in every Friday for a new episode. See you there. Sincerely, Imani. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Dear Imani. I'm your host, Imani, obviously. Today is actually episode number 10. Woo! That went by really fast, right? That was 10 weeks of podcasting. And so far, I've liked it so much. It's been so much fun. Thank you to everyone that has sent in your submissions, telling your stories, and just interacting with me. Like, this has been the best thing ever. I watch like this one podcast called Pretty Basic that's really, really popular. And they're almost on episode 200. And when I realized that last week, I was like, oh my God, that is so far for me. Like I'm on episode 10 and they on 200. Like that's going to take forever, but I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. I'm going to be balling. Okay. But another thing that I wanted to mention is that my mom yelled at me last week because I keep like looking like this slumped over on my chair. I told her it's because I'm just really comfortable talking to myself. So then I feel like I'm at home when I'm in the studio. So I'm slumping over. But this is for you, mom. I'm going to sit up straight because she said I looked like basically like a raggedy. So <laughs> I'm going to sit up straight and make sure I look like the pageant queen that she raised, period. <laughs> Secondly, I had my AKT event last Friday and it was so much fun. I got a really good turnout. And honestly, AKT, the workout is extremely hard. Like, I went in there thinking we're going to do a cute little two-step, you know, at my pink little set, workout set on, ready to take pictures, be cute. And no, we were sweating and dying in there. So if you need a fun workout that gets you toned and gets you sweaty and you feel like you worked hard, AKT is where it's at. So those are my updates for today. I'm sitting up straight all episode. And from here on out, it's episode 10. And I had a great Dear Humani event that I do plan on doing more of those. My next one, I think, would be like around the holidays. Maybe we'll make gingerbread cookies or make Christmas cookies, or I might do another Christmas-themed like workout thing with collab with someone. So look forward to that because I definitely want to do more collaborations with Dear Imani in this podcast. So today's topic is the ick. The ick. If you are familiar with all things internet, you know exactly what the ick is. And honestly, it can't It can kind of sound like a red flag, which we've already done that topic, but it's far worse. An ick is basically a turnoff, but it's way worse than a turnoff because I feel like you can't come back from an ick. And the hard part about an ick is that it could be something so minor that you don't even know you did. You don't even know someone is cringing at you and so disgusted with your behavior because it's so minor or so specific. And that's the issue with an ick. So y'all know me. Y'all know I I love a good definition. So I got you guys a definition if you didn't know what it was. So the ick definition, you think you like them, but then you suddenly catch the ick. From then on, you can't look at them the same way. You just progressively get more and more turned off. Weirdly, and maybe for no reason in particular, grossed out by them. Like you see how nasty that sounds? Like that don't even sound like you can get get over that. Like once you get an ick of someone or like a guy you like, they're officially done. They have like no sex appeal. You're completely turned off by them. So 
And actually a girl messaged me that. She was like, once she gets an ick, there's no coming back from that. I think that's how a lot of people are. And a lot of icks are really harsh that I have found. And I was looking all over the internet when I realized I wanted to talk about this topic because it's a really popular thing that people talk about on Twitter and TikTok and all social media. So I was like, this would be a really fun episode to hear what your icks are. So they also learned that there's a reverse ick, which we're not really going to go into, but I thought it was a cool fun fact, which is basically you, it's something that really makes your heart like pound. Like obviously it's what it sounds like, a reverse ick. So maybe that is if they grab your hand and like caress your fingers while you're walking, something that makes your heart pound. And you're like, oh, I really love them. I'm obsessed with them. That's a reverse ick, which we're not going to talk about, but I wanted to give that little tidbit. We're going to talk about the nasty icks that make you hate your significant other, make you hate your crush, make you hate people. We're going to talk about those icks. So before we get, talk about yours, we're going to get into mine because I have, I think I have three. Yeah. These are my three icks. Okay. So my first one, this sounds messed up and kind of controversial, but men having too much fun, like that sounds so messed up, right? Because men should be able to have a ton of fun just as, as girlies do. But here's the thing. I'm talking about when men are having too much fun, like at say, say at the club, let's, let's paint the picture. You're at the club, you walk in, it's a group of guys all in one section and they have one bottle. That's usually what it is. They have one bottle. They're on their phones, like Snapchatting, like, hey, we out, we out, we out. But then they're like shoving girls, trying to get close to whatever celebrity is there at the club that night. And it's just icky. Like, I feel like that behavior is for girls. Like, girls should be Snapchatting their bottle service and they should be wilding out, standing up on the couches and all of that stuff. Like, when you're a dude and you're just standing up on all the couches and pushing girls out the way so you can be seen is so icky to me. I hate that. I don't know why. I've always hated that for years. Like when I go out and I see men acting like that, I'm like, if you want to be a bad bitch, just say that. Because clearly that's what you want to be. So that's my first ick. My second one is, oh, okay. When people mess up on like one word and they go, OMG, I can't talk today. It's like, it's okay to mess up or stutter. You don't have to give like a disclaimer after and be like, oh my God, I can't talk today. I, it's just so silly. You messed up. Who cares? You don't have to like show that you messed up. We all heard you stutter. We all heard you mess up. So who cares? Don't come back and be like, oh, I just can't talk ever. I'm just stuttering. And then along with that is I hate people that point it out. You know, when you stutter and then they're like mocking you like, uh, uh, uh what'd you say? Don't do that. And honestly, my boyfriend, Alex, he low-key be doing that. And I hate when he does that because people are allowed to mess up. Like, don't make someone feel bad because they stuttered on their words. And for him, I think it's like a tick that he does. Like, he's so used to mocking someone that he does it without even realizing it. And sometimes I'm like, stop doing that. Like, that can come across rude, especially if you're not friends with someone and they don't understand your humor. But also just because no one wants to be mocked for messing up. So that's my second ick. I'm talking to you, Alex. Okay. <laughs> My third ick is when people fall, especially when men fall. I mean, I feel like we're too grown to be falling. Like how embarrassing. Oh my God. Like how embarrassing is it to fall? Like if I fell walking down the street, like really on nothing, I am, I would be, I don't get embarrassed fast. But I would be traumatized because it's just like, that's what kids and babies do, not grown people, especially men. So if you're a man and you fall, just don't just like, get up. I don't know. <laughs> so those are my icks. <laughs> I, those are my icks. Um, 
I don't, I've never seen Alex fall, and I hope I don't ever see him fall unless it's fallen for me, period. But yeah, I just don't like that. So <laughs> now we're going to get to your icks. And you guys had a lot of icks. Like when I put this and prompted these questions on my Instagram, you were not playing. Like you were so quick to just put in all your icks. We all have a lot. So I think it was an easy um, topic to talk about. So our first one, only talking about themselves. Yeah, I mean, nobody likes someone that doesn't allow you to speak about your accomplishments, how your day has been, and they're just always looking forward to talk about themselves. Like, not only is that an ick, that's also a red flag, and you don't want anyone like that in your life. So I will approve that ick. Second, loud chewing. Ooh, you know, I probably chew kind of loud, so I take this personally a little bit. I could be an ick in this because I really do be chomping on my food. But I can see how that can be really annoying because it's just like you're chomping. You see the food. And especially, I know I think a girl um, submitted this one. And I think a lot of this is kind of coming from girls, how they view men. Because I think that's how the definition kind of came about. It's like the ick you have of men. Sorry, men. It just is what it is. So that's <laughs> that's what a lot of this is going to be about y'all and your gross behavior. So Loud chewing, I can totally see that. It just feels like so unattractive, especially if you're on a date and it's like your first date and he's just like chowing down. Yeah. Okay. Third, men who have cats. This is so wrong. Like people can have animals, but you know what? I'll give it to you because honestly, just like my first ick of men having too much fun, like at the club, it falls into this category of there's some things that we think are only for the girls, you know, like, and that's just the issue that we have. Like we're trying to overcome that in society, like getting rid of gender roles and allowing men to feel and do things that they don't have to feel like that's girly or like feminine or anything, like just be who you want to be. And that's the progressive world that we're trying to go in that direction. But at the same time, I think a lot of us are still stuck in these gender role ways. where, like a man having a cat, you walk in his house, he has a cat. You're like, Mm, where's your big dog at? Because this doesn't seem manly enough, you know? So you are wrong for that. But I'm gonna still give it to you because I can see where you're coming from. Because cats are for the girls. Like, it just is. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Some objects, some things are for girls. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, the next one. Mansplaining. Oh, that is just red flag, ick, disgusting behavior. I hate when people do that or when men do that. Because I feel like men already, for some reason, think that some some men think that men, women are like second class citizens. We don't understand things that they always have to tell us how to do something. And that is like my biggest pet peeve in the world. So that's what mansplaining is. And that's a hard no. All right. <laughs> flip flops. Flip flops are your ick. <laughs> you don't like you don't like a good flip flop in the summer. A good old Navy flip flop for the one time. No. OK. I, I hear you, though. I hear you. Men with no female friends. Yes, I agree with that. I think that's an ick because who are you getting your advice from? Your other men, male friends? Like, I know they're not giving you no good advice. Like, you should have female friends because, one, it's, like, good to have platonic um, different gender relationships, but also because you're just not going to understand a woman. If you're dating women, and then you're only getting advice from men, 
you are not going to have a good dating experience, in my opinion. Like if you don't have women, female friends, or you don't have daughters or whatever the case may be, someone to tell you left from right, that's the issue. So get female friends, y'all, or women friends. Because you guys, you guys know I hate the female, like females. I talked about that before. I hate that word. Anyway, <laughs> the next one, no deodorant. Okay, I got a few of like hygiene ones. And yeah, I mean, no deodorant. That is disgusting. That's an obvious ick, not one of like those weird kind of ones. If you're not wearing deodorant or washing yourself or looking presentable and just smelling bad, then that's a huge, that's a beyond an ick. That's just, you're disgusting. And that's that. <laughs> All right, the next one, number eight. When they try to tell a joke and nobody hears them, so they repeat it. Oh, no. But I, I feel like we've all done that. Like, you know, when you're talking and then no one's listening and then someone randomly in the group, like, really gives you that eye contact. And you're like, I'm listening to you, girl. I got you. That's what that reminds me of. Like, you're just trying to be funny. You're trying to give your two cents in and no one's listening. So you repeat it. Uh, especially a joke. A joke is supposed to be like a one-time hitter situation. Like if they don't hear it, it's done. The joke is over. The time has passed and save the joke for another time. Don't repeat it necessarily. But this is a very specific ick, which is funny. And when I was doing research on this topic, my research <laughs> as a scientist, when I was doing my research, I saw this ick multiple times, actually. Like you guys submitted this, but other people feel the same way with if a guy has to retell a joke because nobody was listening. I was like, wow, that's very specific. But I think it falls into the same category as when people say like when your man tries to get the waiter's attention, but then he didn't and they didn't hear them. And so the girl feels like kind of like secondhand embarrassment. I think those go hand in hand because we look at men as something that should be able to like grab the attention of people and like people should be able to listen because they're like, I'm a man, I'm loud, I'm a man. But so when you when you aren't able to get the waitress attention or you aren't able to get your joke in or say if you aren't the leader of your friend group, like if you if you're hanging, if you're hanging with your man and you meet his friends for the first time and he's the man, he's the one that they all pick on or he's the one that's like not the leader. He's in the background. That's kind of an ick and turn off, too, because you're just expecting someone that you're dating to be like the main focal point and be able to capture it, attention from people. And when they don't, it feels kind of like icky. So I see what you're coming from, but that is super embarrassing when you can't get your joke in. So I kind of feel for them, whoever had to do that. Okay, the next one. When someone you know is completely a different person on social media. Dang, that's like everybody. I feel like that's like so many people, whether it's look-wise, personality, vibes, even their views on politics. Like people switch up really quick on social media. So I definitely see why that is an ick. Um, men saying that's only for men being misogynistic AF. Yeah. So that kind of goes back to my point of like, we are trying to escape these gender roles and getting out of misogyny, but then we start talking about icks and then it's like, we're back at square one. <laughs> so I think that's just something that we all have to work on a little bit. Chewing with your mouth open. Victim. I'm sure I'd be doing that because I... I eat good. Not even, I'm not even saying like I eat good, like the food I eat. I just like enjoy my food so much that I probably do be smacking, chewing loud, opening my mouth. But I do get that because that is really gross. Like at least do one of these, like those little mouth covers when you're eating. Yeah. Just do that at least so you're not giving someone the ick of you, especially if you're on a date. Like 
these icks sometimes are, you can't come back from these. So if you can fix it in a way, then work on that. Do that. When a guy verbally says he's not my type, downgrades himself in anything in that nature. So that's, that's like confidence. Like, you know, everyone kind of does this thing where we try to say, say our flaw before someone else can say it. So, and we kind of joke on ourselves just because we're so used to that joke being said. And that usually comes with appearance or like personality. So if someone's immediately like, oh, I'm not your type, like you're too good for me. It's like, you think you're doing me a favor, like making me feel like extra hot because you feel like you're out of my league. But in all reality, you actually just look like you have no confidence and that's not attractive either. Like you don't want someone that's like obviously overly confident or like rude in that way, but you do want someone that has confidence and also knows their worth. Like, I don't want you to think that you're so down here and I'm so up here and you don't know how you're able to date me. You know, that's like kind of cute for jokes, but not in real life because then you're just not confident. I don't need that kind of baggage in my life. So I approve that ick for sure. Okay. Not being able to hold a conversation or literally talk about anything via text. Oh my gosh. So, so many people are horrible at texting. Like I feel like I'm a good texter because one, I text all the details. So if someone's like, if you're making a plan, I'm going to say where, when, what, what the attire is, all of it, because I don't like follow-up questions. Ask some of you guys know I'm a pageant coach. So what I tell like my clients is don't allow the judges to have to ask you a follow-up question. So that means like, if they say, what's your favorite color? And I say pink. And now they're like, why? That was a follow-up question. Really, I should have said, my favorite color is pink because it reminds me of my first pair of ballet slippers when I first started dancing. Now they know my favorite color and they know the why. No follow-up question needed. Same thing when texting someone that you're like kind of crushing on or texting anyone in general. They don't need to have follow-up questions. If I ask you a question, give me the whole answer so I don't have to text you back like, well, what about this? What about that? What about this? So that is an ick because get your communication skills up, Okay. Calling me nicknames slash pet names too early, overly interested. So I thought this was interesting because a lot of people want people that are like super into them. Like a reason why people don't last is because they kind of lose that spark of like dating and like feeling like their significant other is, you know, really super into them or attracted to them in that way. So for you, you're like, that's just too much. Don't be overly interested in me because the nicknames, the pet names especially too early on. So I feel like that's very like hit or miss depending on the kind of person you are. And it also depends on the nickname. Like I think if it's like something cute, like honey or baby or something, then I feel like that's okay. Maybe that could still be too soon for some people just because if you're not at that point in your relationship, just say my name, just call me my name and that's it. Imani, the next one. Bad hygiene. And I'm just going to read the, these three back to back because Bad hygiene, another no deodorant, dirty nails, bad dental hygiene. Basically, don't be a busted hoe. Like, that's really what that is. Like, don't be crusty. That is a huge ick because that's not only an ick, like I said, it's just disgusting. And anyone, everyone should be brushing their teeth, cleaning out their nails, and putting on deodorant. Like, that's just a standard. Ooh, this is spicy. Okay. When men refuse to go down on women, like grow up. Ooh, you know what? You know what's funny? I'll, this is so random. DJ Khaled, I think he talked about this. He does not go down on his wife. And everyone was like, you are too loud to not be doing that. Like, 
And I think that's interesting because, I mean, everything sexually is not for everyone. But I think the issue comes in when, like, you as a man are expecting a woman to do something for you and you don't want to return the favor, okay? So I think that is where it's, like, a huge ick. But also, I get it. Like, just grow up. It's really... It's not crazy down there. Like, it's really not. It's beautiful. Okay. <laughs> that was a spicy one. All right. The next one. Men not wanting to be called cute because it's not masculine. Fragile masculinity. Yes. Back to another one of those. Like, the gender roles, the misogyny. You know, it's funny because I say... I don't even know if Alex listens to my podcast because I talk to him all the time about all of this stuff. So, I don't even know if he knows I'd be talking about him. But, like, Alex be doing that too. I call him... I call Alex a material girl. I call him a bad bitch, all this stuff. And he'd be kind of getting mad. And I'm like, why are you getting mad? Just be a bad bitch. Like, it's not that big of a deal. But it's because his head probably has a little bit of misogyny in it. And he's like, that is a girl term. I'm like, so you could be a bad bitch too. You can be a material girl. It's not that deep. So I feel you with that. Keep calling your man cute. He just gonna have to deal with it. All right, the next one. People that are rude to service workers. Yeah, I mean, that's just like a horrible kind of person. I feel like, first of all, I've talked about this before. Like, service workers don't work for you. Like, you're in a collaboration process. Like, I'm sitting down to eat, and you happen to work here, so I need your help to get my food and get my order in. It's a collaboration, baby. Like, you don't work for me. You are not my slave. Like, I don't get how people operate that. You're just a rude person in general. Um, so that's definitely a huge turnoff and ick. And to me, that is like, you can't come back from being rude to other people. That's just a hard no for me. Not willing to learn about my culture. Yeah. I mean, there's no reason why you should be not trying to learn about who someone is that's in your life, whether that's your friend, your family, or a significant other. Like you should always be down to learn something new and to educate yourself. Which is something that I think we learned super hard, like in 2020, 20, in 2020, learning to educate ourselves and learn about how people live and their culture and everything. So that's a huge turnoff if you are not willing to do that for somebody that you supposedly love and care about. Next one. He only likes me when I'm wearing a wig. Mm, okay. Uh, why? I mean, I guess I would assume that I don't know why you would only like someone when they're only wearing a wig unless you're just used to this like what quote-unquote European beauty standard. Like if you want someone to have a long Brazilian body wave all the time, you don't appreciate the natural look of hair. I'm especially uh, mainly talking about obviously black women because our hair is the only hair that looks a little bit different than everybody else. (laughs) So if you are a black woman and your significant other is only wants to see you in a wig, then I feel like that is an issue because they're not accepting you for who you truly are. And we are so past that. We're so past the microaggressions, the colorism, the racism, all of that in 2022. So if you're still in that vibe, then you need to reevaluate, okay? Because what's funny is that um, Alex actually, he always likes when I don't have weave in, which I don't care. Like, I'm still going to get the bundles. (laughs) I get the bundles, the lashes, the nails, all the above. But he likes me best in my natural state, which is cool because I would rather have that than someone that's like, why don't you have a wig on today? Like, leave me alone. This is my natural hair. Goodbye. All right. Next one. Too focused on making money that he forgets to enjoy life. Yes. I mean, like in Drake's song, he's like, when I die, put my money in the grave. Absolutely not. No, you need to be enjoying the money that you're making, all the hard work that you're putting in. Of course, there's a line of like, 
balance and saving money and and setting yourself up for your future. But it's also just, you don't want to be too focused on making money and you're not having fun with anyone. You're not going out with your friends. You're not spending time with your loved ones because those are things that you can't get back. You can always remake money or work harder and make, get another check, but you can't get back time. So that's a huge ick, especially if you're in a relationship. Like I should be coming first, period. Like job is second. Maybe that's just me, but yeah, I agree with you. I'll give you that step of approval for it. That's an ick. Next one. Say I'm going to go to therapy and never do. This was a girl talking about a man. And I feel like a lot of men probably don't think they need therapy, but really everyone could utilize therapy. So if you say you're going to do something, then just do it. Otherwise you turn into an ick, like this person said. When they treat their mom slash other women in their life poorly. So a lot of people, that's like a common quote or thing, a thing people say. It's like, you know how your man or a man's going to treat you based off how they treat their mother or their sisters or all the women in their life. And I think that's very valid. Like when I first um, started dating Alex and hearing him talk on the phone with his mom, he's just so sweet and gentle with her where I was like, okay, that is how he's going to be in a relationship too. Cause he's just overly compassionate and kind to his mom because it's his mom. Um, so I think that is very, very telling for how a man treat is going to treat you. But of course, it's like, it depends. Like, if your mom ain't shit, then she ain't shit. So, (laughs) I mean, like, I I don't know. My parents always told me, it's not about respecting. You don't have to respect your elders. Respect your elders if they respect you. So if your parents ain't doing something right and you have no respect for them, that is what it is. So to me, it depends on the situation. But I do think overall, if a man's treating any woman in his life poorly, that's probably a reflection of how he might treat you. So be on the lookout for that. Next one. When, oh, dirty habits, not cleaning up, making a, making the bed, not groomed. Yes, especially emphasis on the not groomed. So like my dad, he calls me. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm getting my pedicure. Material girl, as you should, because men should be getting pedicures, manicures, getting their eyebrows done, being cute, getting a lineup. Like you can get the little hairs underneath. You don't got to be looking like a caveman just because you're a man. Like look cute, look presentable. Because all these, the reason why people are raving over like, who is the celebrity people love? Michael B. Jordan, Ryan Gosling, these men, they are groomed. They look good. That's why the ladies love them. They're not just walking around looking crusty and dusty. I'm sure they have a skincare routine. They're wearing pimple patches. They're being bad bitches, just like all men should be. So that's an ick. Do better, men. Just do better. The next prompt that I asked you guys was unpopular ick. So these are the icks where it's like, should you really be that upset about it or the icks that people don't even realize they have, which is to me is the suckiest part. Like, and it could be so small and minor. And then you don't even know that your significant other is looking at you like, I'm breaking up with you tonight because that was so disgusting to me. And it could be so minor. So these are the unpopular icks that you guys submitted. So the first one, telling me they miss me when we just saw each other. I don't even have time to miss you yet. (laughs) You know what's so funny is because that kind of reminds me of the pet names too early and you're not attracted to someone being overly into you because it actually the term for that is love bombing. So that's when like in the first week or first month, they just go super hard with how they date you, whether it's a gift or gifts or trips or what they say to you is just overwhelming And then they start to pull back, of course, as time goes on. But that's called love bombing. So that's what you think is an ick. Like, you don't want to be like, 
oh my God, I miss you so much. But it's like, I saw you yesterday. So how can you really miss me? But also I get it because I say this to Alex all the time. I'm like, oh, I miss you. He's, and he's like, he's like, I miss you too. But I can see it in his eyes. He's like, we live together. Like, I, I don't really miss you. I just was away for three hours. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, fine. Like, I get it. So I get what you're saying. And I think a lot of friends do this too. Like for me and my friends, we're always like, oh, I miss you. But we saw each other at work like 48 hours ago. So I can see how that can be cringy and like kind of a turnoff because you, let's just be real about it. You do not really miss this person. You just say it because you think it's something you should say. I think it's one of those things where like, oh, miss you. It's just something where we naturally say all the time, but I can see how that can be a turnoff. All right. Number two, when they are into Zodiac and horoscopes, ooh, that's an unpopular opinion because I feel like so many people are into horoscopes. Like, especially girls. Girls be like, what's your sign? They say it. They're like, ooh, I knew that's why you were like that. It's like, I mean, I guess, but I don't think your whole personality necessarily is dictated by what the stars say. Like, of course, I when I read my zodiac sign, I just found out like my rising and my moon or whatever that's all called. And when I read it, it was like very, very accurate. So I do think that all of that stuff is like does make sense, but I don't think it simply displays like the whole picture. And I think some people do, and that's where it gets a little out of hand. Like if something, if they start crying, they're like, it's the Pisces in me. It's like, girl, you're just sad. You went through trauma. It's not the Pisces in you. It's just that you are sad and that's okay. So blaming everything on your Zodiac sign or using that as an excuse for even your bad behavior. Like if you're toxic, you're like, well, I'm a Gemini. So it's like, okay, I don't care. You're so toxic, fix the behavior. So I do get that. Like that can be something that's an ick if you just put everything on your Zodiac sign. Number three. I can't tell you how many dates I've been on when the guy has belittled my profession slash career. Ew, ick. Oh, that's a huge ick. I mean, that's just rude. If someone's telling you about what they do in their life and you're like, "Mm, not good enough. Like, who are you to judge someone else's career path? And nine times out of 10, usually people judge when it's entertainment fields because it's not a promised career path. So if you are a dancer, an actress, a model, um, doing a podcast, like it's hard to see the future in that because you feel like so many people are doing it. It's obviously a very saturated industry. So when you go on a date and you're like, oh, I'm a dancer, I'm an actor, they're kind of thinking like, okay, well, what have you done with that? And if you haven't been in a super big movie or you haven't hit a million streams on your song, then they kind of start downplaying your career path. But though you don't want those kind of people in your life and also people forget everyone starts at zero, like truly. I mean, I'm excited that my podcast page is almost at 300 and I'm getting close to like a thousand downloads on this podcast. Like, obviously that's not a huge number at all compared to these huge Spotify podcasts. But for me, that's a step. Everyone, even the biggest ones, like Call Her Daddy, a really popular podcast started at zero. So we all have to grow. And I think people forget that when they are judgy with people's profession and career, especially entertainment. So I'm glad you're not dating that person anymore. People not asking to help clean up after an event slash get together. Yeah, I can see that. You know what's funny though? Because on the opposite end, I used to see people talk about people that clean up are like pick me girls. Like say you're at a party and then all of a sudden this girl starts randomly cleaning up. They associate that girl with a pick me girl because they think that girl is trying to show off. Like, look at me being wifey. I can clean up. 
you know? So that's funny that you say that because I have seen people talk about that in a negative way. But I do get what you're saying because if you're having an event, a, a get together, especially with your friends and not like this huge rager, I think it's automatic for you to be like, oh, do you need help with this? Especially if you are ending out the night with them. Like, I'm gonna be real with y'all. If I know I do not want to clean up, I don't stay to the end of to that part. I make sure I'm like, let's get out of here because everyone's gonna start cleaning up. So maybe I'm an ick, maybe I'm a red flag. But if I know I do not want to help clean up all this stuff, I'm gonna get out like two, two hours beforehand. Cause that way I'm not even an option to help clean up because the party is still very much going on. But if you're at the end, people are kind of starting to get out of the party and then you're like, well, guess I'll go. It's like, girl, if you don't help clean up this mess that you caused. So I think that I agree with you. That can be an ick, but I also am, am that person a tiny bit. I'm trying to get out of there. Because that just makes you there like a whole hour longer. It just depends on the situation. I'm not an awful person, okay? It just depends. All right, next one. Not saying thank you. Ick, rude, horrible. Like, I notice when people don't say thank you. I'm like, like, the, actually yesterday, I had this lady ask me if I could buy her Starbucks, and I did. And she, like, paused. And I was waiting for her. I was like, Where's the thank you? But she said it, so we were cool. But I was like quick to, I was like, I'm about to snatch this back up. You don't say thank you. That is just so rude when people open the door for you and you just walk through without a thank you. Any of that just shows, I think shows your true colors and how you are as a human being. Not decent at all. Number six, I hate when people suggest splitting the bill when they spent twice as much. Rude, rude you are not about to sit here and order a bottle of champagne with bottomless mimosas a steak mashed potatoes and asparagus and i got my little appetizer with my chicken wings you're like i think we should split the bill no we should not split the bill i'm paying my 10.99 for my 10 piece and you're paying your 130 for your meal like that is so so bold coming from the mouth of the person that spent the most money that's for me to say the cheap the cheapest ticket is the one, the only one that has the right to say, let's split it. Because that means you're just trying to be kind and like, just make it easier, I guess. You want to split the bill. And that's fine if you want to do that, but you cannot expect everyone to want to split a bill when they got something so small. Like that is, you, I, that to me, that just lets me know you got something you really can't afford. Don't be ordering stuff off the menu that you cannot pay at the end of the day. What is wrong with you? No, huge ick. Oh my gosh, you would not be able to come back from that. You ordering all this food and I'm over here paying half the bill. Oh my gosh, no thank you. But on the other side, you know, like when you're with your girls get mimosas, if the, if the bill is not that different, then like I can see that. But like, no, oh my God, that's so rude, 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 ick, yucky. Okay, next one. This is number seven. And I got this a couple times and this is one of the icks that you just can't help. When I see the butt crack when they're getting out the car, that makes me sad because you don't even sometimes know your butt crack came out and your date is like already done with you because your butt butt crack came out when you got off the car. So that's one of those where it's like, should you dump someone because their booty crack showed? No, but I can see how you feel a little grossed out by it. Cause once again, it's one of it's those gender roles. Like you should not see male butt crack. That's just what it is. Like, that's why you feel icky because it's coming from a man. If you saw a girl's butt crack, you'd be like, hey, your booty showing. Or like, oh, that's a cute thong. But with a guy, it's like, pull up your pants. You should know not to show your butt crack. It's showing. You should feel the breeze. That's gross. So I got that a couple times, which is really funny. And I seen that's a really popular one just in general when talking about icks. Number eight, 
a guy paid with a gift card on the first date. I was young, but I never wanted to see him again. Ah! You know, everyone's financial situations are different. So I'm not going to like dog on someone that needed to use a gift card. But uh, I do feel like you know that first impressions are everything. So if you're going on a first date, I don't think the best option is to bring out the gift card. You could do that maybe a couple of dates in because who's not trying to save money? I actually saw this tweet. I think September 5th, like AMC or all theaters are doing like $3 tickets or something really cheap. And I saw a girl tweet like, ladies, don't go on a date on September 3rd. And then basically saying like, these men are going to try to take you on a cheap date. And personally, I was like, that's annoying because who cares? Like if the movie ticket is cheap, everyone's saving money in this economy. People are broke. Like that would not personally bother me if someone took me to the movies as a first date and I subconsciously knew it was a cheap ticket. Who cares? We're all watching the same movies. If he buys popcorn, the popcorn damn near 50 bucks anyway. So like, I don't think that's a like deal breaker because they're taking you to a cheap movie, but I can see how the gift card feels a little off-putting. Once again, it depends on the situation, but as a first date, I think an overall okay, safe bet is to just pay. Like, so even if you have to save up for the money, like you ask this woman out so you should be prepared to take her on a what she is deeming as a proper date. So maybe keep the gift card at home until date number three. Number, what number is this? Oh, number 10, chewing too loud. We went over that. Number 11, when they are too friendly, cut that shit out. <laughs> oh, yeah, so this is coming from a girl. When her man is too friendly, like you don't, I want someone that's obviously extremely friendly, nice to everyone hugging. Like, I don't care about any of that kind of stuff. Like, I want someone that's overly kind to people. But I do get the idea of, like, being too friendly where it's like, mm, okay, you're kind of doing a lot here. And I feel like they're, the girl's going to get the wrong idea that you might like her. So, but some women expect men to, like, a girl says, hey, good morning. And they're like, don't say nothing to her. That's too friendly. So if you're like that, that's a little toxic. So I don't think you should go that far, but I do get you. Like, don't be too, too nice, especially these girls, because people like will read it, read it wrong. And I don't want another girl or another person to think that my person is into them. Next one. When they hawk up spit. Oh, that's like, like one of those. Yeah, I don't like that either. And Alex low-key be doing that sometimes. I'm like, are you a barbarian? Like, what is wrong with you? Why are you doing that? Like, it's just like, it's like a cat or something weird, like doing a cat ball, fur ball. That's what they call it. Yeah, I don't like that either. I think it's just gross. Also, don't really like burps. Like, that's just a personal ick of mine. Like, I'd rather you fart. <laughs> that's gross. Huh? I'd rather people fart. Like, I don't burp at all. I literally don't burp. Like, if I'm drinking a soda, I'll be like, like, I'll, I'll like, hold it in because I don't like to burp. But, like, I'll fart all day. That's gross. But, sorry, it's just me. <laughs> all right. The next one. My last one. Unpopular ick. A super flashy man. I am the main character, not you, honey. Yeah, so this falls into, once again, the gender roles. Like, I, as a girl, should be the main character, all eyes on me. I'm coming with the fits. I'm coming with the fashion. I'm coming with the main character energy. And you are a part of the storyline. So I think that is where a lot of men, I mean, a lot of women think that about their men. So when if a man is, like, super flashy and they're trying to be the main one and, like, it just is, can be a turnoff, honestly, it goes back into the men having too much fun, all of that. Everything I talked about earlier, that's what that falls into, too. So don't be too flashy. Like, 
like I said before, if you want to be the baddest bitch, just say that then. Like, don't be trying to be badder than me. Like, that should never be. We are not, we are not competing for who is the baddest. So leave that to me and leave all the other stuff to you. So I agree with you. I'll give you the stamp of approval for that. All right. So I got a story submission that I wanted to read to you guys that was an ick. So here it goes. When I was 19, I started dating my super hot, I started dating my super hot manager at Abercrombie. It was against the rules, so it had to be a secret, which was super fun at first. We hung out almost every day during the afternoon because he was a nighttime manager. About two months in, I realized that we were always hanging out during the day when I was in between work and auditions, and he was just always free. The fact that this 27 at the time was literally always free during the day was super gross and unattractive. It was nice to have someone who wanted to be with me all the time, but the lack of ambition towards his own goals was such a turnoff. It didn't matter how hot he was. I ended that immediately. Oh, that is so interesting because you, instead of looking at it like, oh, he has so much time to spend with me. We're having so much fun. You were like, wait a second. Why are you so free? What are you, what does your day-to-day look like? Like you are 27 and you're free all day. Like you're waiting for your nighttime shift to Abercrombie, which it's fine, I guess, but like, I've, I'm sure you have more ambition than working at Abercrombie and Fitch. So I can see where you're coming from. And any, everyone wants somebody that has ambition, that is following their goals and their dreams. So I think that is a huge ick. Like I, in my personal relationship, I love the fact that Alex and I have steady jobs, but then we also have all these other ambitions that we want to do and we go after them every day and like try to work towards it. So I think that keeps your relationship on your toes and also just keeps you thriving for more. So good thing you cut that off and you're past that. And that was a good thing to pick up on because I think a lot of people would have been like, wait, they want to hang out with me again? And not like, wait, you want to hang out with me again? Like you just hung out with me. What are you doing with your day? Now for your Dear Imani submissions. So I asked you guys, okay, I want you to know, I want you to ask me, do you think I should be bothered by this basically? Is this an ick that should be, that I should hold on to? So the first one. Dear Imani, should humming or singing songs you don't know the words to bother me? <laughs> um, uh, humming wouldn't really bother me, but like not knowing the words, like why would you sing a song you don't know the words to? Like if I don't know a, a, a chorus of, or one of the lyrics, I just like be quiet. And then I pick back up on when I know the lyrics. Like I think that's weird to just like, what are you saying? You're just talking. And you don't know the words. So that's like a little bit overly confident. Because you don't know anything. Why are you singing? But I I think it's one of those things that that to me is not a deal breaker. It can be your ick, but it doesn't have to be like the all and be all for like your relationship. Next one. Dear Imani, should unkept facial hair bother me? Uh, I mean, yeah, because it's ugly if you don't like it. (laughs) Um, It looks like you're not groomed. So nobody wants someone that looks sloppy. But I definitely think that's just a conversation that you can have with the person like, Hey, shave your beard. You're looking like a caveman. Number three, dear Imani, if he bends over and I see his butt crack, should I be bothered? Another butt crack one. You know, I can't tell you what not to be bothered by, of course, but I'm here to say like, it's not a determining factor. Like don't let go of your relationship, especially if this person has all the amazing qualities and the one thing they do wrong is their booty crack showed one time when they got out of the car. I think we can get over it, but I do see where you're coming from because men's booty crack should not be showing. It just is what it is. Sorry. I don't make the rules. I don't make the rules. I don't make the gender rules. I don't make none of that. I'm just telling you, this is how people see it. Okay. So don't attack me. All right. Okay. The last one, dear Imani, 
Should dreams of them pissing you off and feeling real AF bother me? <gasps> oh, I've had these dreams. I've had like a dream of Alex cheating on me. I've had a dream of like people being like rude to me or standoffish. And you wake up and you're like, <gasps> you wake up crying or you wake up so upset because it felt so real. And I like tell Alex, I'm like, why would you do that to me? He's like, what are you talking about? And then he'll like apologize because I'm like so distraught, which is really nice. He doesn't have to apologize for something fake, but like, and it feels so real that you just really get upset. So I don't think that's something that you should like hold on to. I'll give you like 15 minutes. Like you have a dream where someone pisses you off. You have 15 minutes to be upset at your friend or your person. After that, you got to hang it up. Like you can't be mad at fake shit. Like what is that when a real thing and you're over here pissed off and like disgusted and turned off by some something no, something someone didn't even do in real life. So, all right. So that was the topic for the day. X turnoffs. That was so much fun. You guys really came through with the submissions. I love topics like this, like red flags, turnoffs, icks, because we all have so many that we think of. And they're also all over the internet that you guys are just like super quick in the prompt boxes and on the website. So keep on doing that because it's so much fun to have you guys interact and read all of your, your thoughts. So speaking of thoughts, for Imani's final thoughts, overall, it's hard to come back from an ick. And it's sad that some of them are so specific and things that you don't even realize you did, but it just happens and it's hard to come back from. So my advice is just do better. Like try to be perfection if you're dating someone. It's hard, but like make sure your booty crack not showing before you get out the car or before you get in the car, pull your pants up. So when you're sitting down and driving, as your pants start to go down, when you step out the car, your pants aren't low enough to your booty crack to show. So these are things to just think about. I am trying to help you. Actually, my demographic on here is like half men, half women. So men are listening to this. So I'm trying to help you out, okay? So my final thoughts are try not to be icky. And also on the other side, try not to let these icks determine your relationships with people. Like I understand they can feel like such a turnoff and you're like, ew, why did they do that? Why did they look like that? What are they doing? But like I said, nine times out of 10, they don't know they're doing this. So the biggest help is to just have the conversation. If something is irritating you that's making you turned off by someone, just tell them like, hey, I don't like when you don't clean the dirt out of your fingertips. I don't like when you say this. I don't like when your booty cracks show. So they can know better. I'm trying to help y'all in your relationships. So that is it for Imani's final thoughts. Thank you so much for listening and watching this podcast. Please make sure to rate and write a comment. It really helped me. Um, thank you so much for everyone that has already rated the podcast. Five stars only, please. Thank you. And I will see y'all next time. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. You can watch the full episode on YouTube and make sure to send in your stories and questions at dearymoney.com. Reminder, I am not responsible for the outcome of any advice you take from me. Unless it's good, then I get all the credit. See you next week. Mwah!